Hello, Diversitech. It is good to see everybody. My name is Alana Jamison. I am a certified professional coach. And thank you all for having me back. I felt so much love at the summit. So it's really good to be with you all today. Um, give me a little bit of emojis, love, if you were here for the summit. I want to see some people who are returners at Diversitech Fest. I see a couple hearts going up. So thank you again for coming. Um, I am really excited to chat with you a little bit more today about owning your uniqueness during an interview and during your job search process. Um, in today's session, we'll take a deeper dive into what it means to be unique. Um, so for 20 minutes, I'll guide us through some components of what makes up our uniqueness and then close us out on how we transfer that holistically during that interview process. If you were here with me last time, you know I have to start the session with a couple minutes of grounding, right? So previously we did some breaths. We'll bring that back in, but I want to try a new exercise with everyone. So um, this is something I actually practiced with my team this week. Um, so you'll need something to write with. So if you have a piece of paper, grab that. If not, your phone is totally fine. Um, for the next minute, we are going to clear our minds of everything that may prevent us from being uh, very present and open-minded in this space. I know several of us are anticipating those speed round interviews. We may have had some personal news come up. So I want us to be fully present in this session. So I'm going to time us for the next minute. I just want us to write down all the stuff that may be going on with us right now. Um, it could be, again, those nerves. It could be remembering something. Maybe you need to pay a bill that you forgot about. Let's jot all of that down on our writing medium, and then we'll enter the session. So I'm going to start our timer, and let's get going and writing it all out, and I'll be doing it with you. Have about 25 seconds left, so get all that other stuff out so we can be present. Okay, 10 seconds left. Let's wrap it up. Okay, and that is our minute. So I want us to do a couple breaths. Give me one good inhale. Exhale it out. Let's do one more. Inhale. Exhale it out. Shake everything out. Bring your shoulders down. And welcome. Welcome to owning your uniqueness during an interview. I hope that helps us get a little bit more present-minded for our session today. So before we dive into uniqueness, I first want to hear from the group um, on this word unique. Shannon, if you could bring up our first poll, um, you'll see a poll that says, I am unique. And you're going to see a couple options. It'll say yes, no, or sometimes. So we'll get that poll going. Okay, so everyone should see, should see that poll. 
give a couple seconds for everyone to answer and then Shannon can put our results on the screen. I'm seeing some yeses, some sometimes. Take about 10 more seconds to get to that poll. All right, and if you didn't have a chance to answer, don't worry, we will come back to it. Um, I'm seeing a mixed group of answers. So my goal is at the end of our discussion today, everyone is gonna say yes to being unique. So let me go on ahead and share my screen with the group. Here we go. Perfect. So I just wanted to get us all centered on talking about the same thing. So the definition of unique is being the only one of its kind. Um, unique actually comes from the Latin word unicus, which means one and only, um, able to be distinguished from all others. Conversationally, when we talk about a person who is unique, we may talk about someone who's a little bit more showy or eccentric, but by definition, all of us are unique. Uh, my goal today is that we all feel very confident in us being unique, in what makes us unique, and also understanding how to translate our, unique, our uniqueness holistically as we go through this interview process. So what makes us unique? There are several components to our uniqueness. Um, I'll go through just three today, and it's going to be lived experiences, so what we've been through, our beliefs and values, so our convictions, and then our perspective, our point of view on life. Now that we know the definition of unique, looking at these categories, um, we're going to dive in a little bit deeper into each of them. Remember at the beginning where we did that writing exercise of getting out all that stuff on our mind? I want you to bring back that writing medium and set up your page a little bit like this. Um, if you're on your phone, just create a section for beliefs, values, and perspective. Um, we're going to be doing some coaching during this session and a little bit of workshopping. Um, so it doesn't have to be perfect, but this is how you can set up your page. Give me a quick thumbs up in the emoji reactions when you are ready to go so we can move forward with lived experiences. I'm gonna make sure we're all prepared. Perfect, I see a couple coming in. Let's do it. So lived experiences. Um, these are these situations and events from our past that add color um, to our story and then go on to inform our beliefs, values, and our perspective. Um, and I want to share a little bit about my past with you all too. I know last time I talked a little bit about my work experience, but I wanted to bring you back into a little bit of Alana's story before then. So I was very fortunate to go to a very racially and culturally diverse um, elementary and middle school. So kindergarten through eighth grade, I saw everybody and I was hanging out with everybody. And then when I went to high school and college, I was in predominantly white spaces. I mean, maybe five, I was 5% 5 of the population. Um, and while I understand the privileges afforded to me at those institutions, um, that also came at a cost, right? 
Um, I remember talking to the other black women at these uh, organizations and we talked about how we really did feel invisible um, because folks were not used to interacting with black identifying individuals. And it was really easy to feel like you weren't wanted or seen or valued. So this experience has absolutely influenced me into uh, creating spaces where folks aren't only there. It's not enough to just bring people together, um, but really creating a space where folks feel valued and respected. So one of the reasons why you're so unique is because no one has lived your story, right? While we have parallels and you may relate to my story, there's no one on earth who shares the exact story as you, and that's very powerful. And these experiences go on to inform our values and our beliefs. So when we talk about beliefs, um, we're talking about these convictions that we hold true. Our beliefs are unique to us because they are influenced by our lived experiences and our environment. An example of a belief in the context of work, for example, would be that work exists to pay our bills. So it's very transactional. Um, and our beliefs inform our values. And when we talk about values, we're talking about our beliefs really in motion and in action. And those, are, those values guide us on how we live our lives. For example, if you believe that work is there to pay the bills, um, that may inform a value of financial stability. So we're going to hop into our activity um, and we are going to really talk about our beliefs and values in motion. So in that belief section, we are going to start off by taking a minute to write down our beliefs about work. So what convictions do you hold true about work? I'm going to start our timer and you'll just start writing down what you believe about work. And I've started it for us. So if you're stuck on what to start writing down, um, is work about money uh, and the benefits that work provides? Could it be about building those relationships, whether they be uh, professional, romantic, friendships? Is that what you believe work is? Could it be that work is transactional for you? You are coming in and providing a service and you are getting something in return. Could it be that work is transformational for you? You are going there to really shine and be developed. So we have about 20 seconds left to write down our beliefs about work. And if you're comfortable and you're in a good place, maybe share a couple in the chat. What are some beliefs about work? And that is our time. We're going to move on now to talking about our values. So in that values section, let's talk. I love that, Faye. Work is transformational. Yes. I'm curious how that will tran uh, translate into your values. So we're going to take another minute to write down what do we value in an employer? And I'll talk us through a couple examples if we're feeling a little lost there. So our minute has started. If you're a little stuck, maybe a value on work could be routine. So you know that you have a nine to five that you're going to go to. You're going to get paid on a regular basis. So you value routine and work. Um, it's possible that you value recognition. Um, it's a place for you to shine and do your best work and then to get appreciated by your boss or your colleagues for it. It's possible that you value learning and work. So you're able to flex that growth mindset and expose yourself to the latest and greatest people and ideas. 
So we have about 25 seconds left. If you're at a good place, drop some values that you have associated with work. We're in our last 10 seconds, so we'll wrap this up before we summarize what we went over. Growth and development from Christian, yes. Feeling accepted, transparency, collaboration, growth and appreciation, yes. Learning, wonderful. Well, thank you all. So this is your uh, is your compass as you go into interviews today and just as you move forward with work generally. Uh, this will help guide you what you're willing to accept and reject, what you believe work should be, right, and what you value in your job. So I love it. Keep, keep sharing in the chat. So we've discussed uh, how we how our stories inform our beliefs and our values. Um, we're now going to talk about this perspective piece, so our unique point of view that defines our uniqueness. So our perspective is our point of view on life, and it's how we view and approach our future. While our lived experiences, our beliefs, and our values absolutely influence this outlook and this perspective, our outlook is also ours to define. Um, and I wanted to share a little bit about my story and my perspective. I've shared that my professional background has mostly been in technology startups at multiple stages and not, but, and I've also been laid off twice. Um, the first time I was laid off, I remember I walked into my office. It seemed like a normal day. Um, I sat down at my desk and as soon as I sat down, I was called into our larger meeting room um, and I was told that this was effectively my last day. Um, I would lead to, need to leave my computer behind, any work technology, and then that I would be paid for my two weeks and then see ya. Um, and so to say I was caught off guard is an understatement. Um, and even in that state of confusion, I did not feel defeat. I remember vividly um, walking down the street to a deli um, because what else do you do when you're laid off? You go get yourself some food, make yourself feel better. Um, and I called my best friend, Ryan, and I was telling him all about the story and what had happened. And after he had listened to me, um, he asked me a question. He was like, Alana, but how do you feel? And I remember I said, I have a piece about it. And do you know, after that news, I purchased a one way to Washington, D.C. I did not have a new job lined up. I didn't have housing secured. Um, but I, I remembered my faith and I knew it would work out for me because I was called and so I'm on that other side of that story to share with you that it did work out for me. And I'm here to remind you that while the facts about your life may say one thing, your truth is absolutely yours to own. My forever perspective is that Alana is blessed and everything that I touch will prosper. Um, and even while being laid off from my job, I felt blessed because the no in that moment was a yes to so many greater things. It was a yes to a bigger job, a well-paying job. It was a yes to a better city. And it was a yes to more loving relationships. And this perspective of blessings and prosperity helps me approach my future a little bit differently. So I'd like for us to do an exercise about what may be facts about our life, right, but the truth that we own. So this next activity we're going to have in that perspectives uh, column, we'll have a column for facts and a column for truth. And we'll start off with facts. I want us to spend a minute um, talking about the facts about our job search, right? And so I'll offer up some examples if you're stuck, but we'll do another minute. So I've started our timer. So maybe a fact about your job search is that you have been laid off like me and maybe you are just now starting getting back out there. 
Maybe you're employed and you're looking for a promotion and that may not be happening in your current job. So now you're looking elsewhere to get to that next level that you know you need to be in. Um, it could be that you're unemployed and you have been for a while now. Um, and that's just a fact about the job search. It could also be that you are transitioning careers. So we have about 30 seconds left to wrap on up. What is your What are your facts? about how your job search has been going. We'll wrap up in 15 seconds. Perfect. So again, those are just the facts. We observe those without judgment. Those are things that are just happening. We're now gonna go on to the truths about us, right? So the truths, me and work, how does that relate? So we're going to take a minute to talk about the truth of how you view your relationship with work. And so I started our timer. So I'll offer up some examples. Maybe, um, again, work is a means to an end for you. Um, just like when we were talking about our beliefs, you clock in, you clock out, it's there just to pay your bills. Maybe the truth about work for you is that it is just funding your side gig. Maybe that startup that you are trying to get off the ground. So that nine to five is just funding your uh, five to nine. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've seen a lot in the chat about our values of learning and development. So maybe your truth about work is it is just that learning playground for you, right? You are there to go and experiment in a relatively, you know, low risk way to play around with what you can do. So we have about 15 seconds left. Let's wrap up our truths about our relationship with work before we summarize it all up. Okay, and that's our time. So as you look at your list, again, we have a short amount of time together today, so I don't expect us to get to everything. But spend some time reflecting on this and notice how it may be a bit more clear now that the facts does not define your truth and continue to sit with that and develop that. So I appreciate you going through these introspective exercises with me. Um, I find that it's really helpful to take it all out of here and put it on paper where we can actually see it and um, reflect on it a little bit more. So as we close up, I want to discuss all this stuff that we've talked about. How does it translate into owning our uniqueness in an interview? So the truth is, is that we can't just start with the interview, folks. You own your uniqueness through the process, and that's very much a two-way street when it comes to um, employment. It is not just you being vetted by employers or new opportunity. It's absolutely you owning your power and vetting them as well. So I will just share three places to start when you own your uniqueness. One is going to be when you are looking at companies, you take a moment to reflect on your beliefs and your values, and you see how that aligns with the company that you're looking at. For me, having an impact on belonging um, with both my internal colleagues and my external customers is super important in any next job that I'm looking for. So I look at how employees talk about the company. I look at Glassdoor to see what folks are saying. And I look at generally the social media presence of the company to see, is this going to uh, align with Alana's values and beliefs? Secondly, when you're in that physical interview, you're responding with questions that probably represent your lived experiences. So um, at Diversitech Summit, I gave a huge shout out to my folks entering into tech for the first time. And I'll do that again and I'll add on a little bit more. 
So these past couple of years living with COVID has been crazy times for us. It switched up the game for everybody. And a great example of this are going to be folks who are caregivers now. So maybe they took time off of work or were working a job and doing caregiving full time, right? So the coordination, the patience, the empathy that it takes to be a caregiver should absolutely be incorporated into your story in your interview. That, that empathy is unmatched. And finally, before you accept an offer, um, you're asking questions that align to your perspective. Remember that point of view, that truth. So the question I love to ask in my interviews are, how does your company retain and promote? No, we're not just bringing in people, but how do you promote Black and BIPOC individuals at your company? And that answer alone lets me know more than a job description or a Glassdoor page ever could with the company. So as we head out now owning all these different components of lived experiences, beliefs and values, and then perspectives that make us unique, I have another poll for us. So Shannon, if you could tee up, I am unique again. I know we asked that at the beginning. I want us to ask it again and see folks' reactions. Am I unique? Yes, no, or sometimes. We'll take a couple seconds to add to answer that. Okay, I'm loving it. Yes, yes, yes. And it's okay if it's a no or sometimes because you'll get there. You now have that compass to move you forward in a great way. So I am thankful that you all invited me back. Thank you for letting me be a part of your story. Um, you have the next five minutes to flex however you need to. You need to stretch. You need to get some water. Um, I'm going to drop my LinkedIn in the chat. I would love it if you all would connect with me. I want to be there for your journey as you win. And I will stop um, sharing my screen at this time. So thank you all so much. Um, and before you have your session with Leander, make sure to have your LinkedIn's up. If you don't have a LinkedIn yet, you have the next four minutes to go on ahead and create it so you can get some goodness in your job search. So I'm wishing everybody luck um, during your speed round interviews. And thank you again for um, having me. Thank you, Diversa Tech Best and Trabaja. Thank you.